Greetings, flesh wound horror freaks, and welcome to the long-awaited return of Analog Nightmares. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Greetings. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> been too long since we've uh, talked some shot on video horror. Uh, it's 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 been a minute. I don't know. I like the shows were good, but we just kind of. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I think because our, our show, the focus was a little different and it's it, originally. And so since we're bringing mm. it back, we might as well just tell it real quick. Cause originally this was more of something that got stuck on, in, on VHS. Like we did the ghosting. Um, we did a couple others. So it was, that, that was kind of our original idea, yeah. but you know, with the SOV stuff, it just felt perfect for the analog nightmare. So it's going to be, uh, honestly, it'll probably be a lot more SOV stuff than it is stuff trapped on VHS. But we will still cover that, too, uh, on occasion. Yeah, there you go. Uh, was the ghosting a Patreon episode? No, it was not. It was the very first episode of... Okay, so Analog you can Nightmare. go and listen to the ghosting uh, show, which uh, I think we had Chris McGibbon on that one. A lot of detail on that movie, so uh, you'll... You'll want to check that one out. That was a very good show. So uh, happy to bring this back. And today we have two SOV horror movies, both from 1988 that we're going to talk about. But we'll kick it off first, uh, since they are the same year, with the 1988 film 555 from director Wally Kaz. And in 555, a hippie killer with a sex-fueled, murderous bloodlust is on a rampage, and he's brutally murdering innocent young couples. A nationwide trend of killings with the same M.O. happens to catch the eyes of Detective Haller and Sergeant Connor. Now, every five years, within five days of each other, the killer strikes. And it's up to Haller and Connor to find out who's behind these grisly murders. Who is this crazed, bloodthirsty hippie? And more importantly, what is the significance of the third five? Uh, so this is a film that had very striking cover art back in the day on VHS. Um, it's, uh, if I recall, it's roughly the same as the Massacre Video DVD. Uh, definitely similar, I believe. I do not have the VHS, but very, very eye-catching. And this was kind of one of those movies in the canon of SOV films that was somewhat obscure, but when when you would happen to meet somebody like me that, that was aware of it, usually you had some, they had some very good things to say about 555. Um, this is... Uh, a film that, uh, like I said, much like most SOV films, nobody really went on to do anything uh, major uh, of note necessarily uh, in the movie. But it, it was something that, number one, you can mock some of the acting in this, but it's pretty good by SOV standards. Uh, it's also funny uh, the back and forth between um between uh the uh the character of susan and uh connor is hilarious uh it's it, it's 
Also, Susan, not your typical object of desire, uh, which I think also kind of makes this movie stand out a little bit different. Um, the the dialogue, which is often the weakest part of some SOV horrors, because you were dealing with somebody's friends or uh, maybe local theater people, just whoever they could get in it, uh, was, you know, again, it, it was a strength here, I think, because it, it was fun. Uh, they're just back and forth bickering. I think this one's pretty well paced. It's never... Uh, never boring uh what was the runtime on this uh, hour hour 20 so you know a lot of sov horrors would do well to sort of stay in that like 70 80 at a max uh time frame there's a lot that will shoot too much because these were filmmakers that boarding house <laughs> the three hour <laughs> cut <laughs> <laughs> these were filmmakers that didn't quite know uh what they were doing although you, you had to have a little bit more talent then than you do now to make a movie but but still you know everything's got to be in there <laughs> like a lot of times they really needed a good edit uh on these but i i think this one again paced very well solid storyline by sov standards and uh also i say nobody really went on to do much but that's not entirely true uh although some of it uh, came before but uh fx artist uh jeffrey lyle seagal he did effects on uh reanimator henry portrait of a serial killer uh, he also two movies that Arrow put out in the last uh, few years or so, uh, Chill Factor and Trapped Alive. Uh, so, okay. you know, there's some talent behind it. And actually, there's a really gnarly decapitation in here. Uh, fingers being sliced off, followed by decapitation, uh, which is the artwork. And it's I was going to say the movie. I was going to say the cover. <laughs> yeah, and it's in the movie because that was also very common. You'd get like some sexy babe or some awesome monster or kill sometimes that wasn't even in the movie, <laughs> which you'd always feel kind of cheated once you, you checked it out. But uh, I like this one. Uh, I wasn't too sure, you know, going back to watch it again, if it would hold up. Uh, needless to say, if you're looking for, a plus production values and uh, you know professional actors. You're going to have an issue with SOV horror in general, but uh, this one I was really I was impressed with it. Um, and you know that's not to say there's not still some stuff you're going to laugh at. I think what like watching your parents make out for like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, Susan is. She's not your typical object of desire. In the I mean, movie. I'd hit it and all, but I mean, that's not the point. She showed a boob, Todd, for like two That's seconds. a Primo 88 ass. <laughs> Definitely some Primo late 80s ass, Todd. And uh, yeah, no, she, she can investigate me anytime. 12-year-old uh, Todd would have been all. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I do find it funny, like, after some of the murders, when the killer 
uh, just starts like kind of dry humping <laughs> the bodies. I don't know if that's supposed to be like something more, but it, it just kind of looks like, oh, now they're dead. Now I'm going to just dry hump their leg. Wait till Todd finds his SOV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, the kills were kills were all solid. And there is, there's something about this one. I'm not saying it's a horror masterpiece or some forgotten classic. It's not. But if you like these kind of movies, I would put 555 on your to-watch list for sure. Um, and oddly enough, we way back, not you, I think this predated you, but uh, back in the uh, horror theater radio, creep show radio days, we had we dealt with somebody who had something to do with this movie, and for the life of me, I cannot remember who it was. I know it wasn't the director, but there was somebody that was it the we, effects person? Because I remember Chris talking about this or something. Yeah, I don't, I can't recall, but it was somebody who uh, really was pushing us for like some five 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 stuff, uh, and I, I don't remember the whole story or why it didn't happen, but um, but yeah. Uh, in fact, God, I want to say there was even some talk about this person. Whether or not they were officially involved with the film, I don't know. But uh, they seem to be implying they were and maybe doing a sequel or something. I don't know what, ha- what came that of that. All that sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know what eventually became of that. But uh be kind of cool to see a 555 sequel. Bring Susan back. She can show the other titty. You know, we can... Yeah some gilf action complete the cycle you know um yeah yeah make that happen uh so yeah i mean todd where does this one kind of fall for you because i i do think it's somewhat of a gem i i don't want to be a dan and be like well for sov movies it's one it's uh it's entertaining enough it's probably well, it's 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 above middle of the road. It's not my favorite SOV, but I, I get why mm-hmm. it is a lot of people's because it is entertaining. Um, but it's right on the crest of the up, upper echelon. Yeah, I, I mean the thing about SOV, you love them because they are rough around the edges. Yes, I think they always had that appeal of something that we could have all gone and made in our backyard. Now it's not that simple, and I'm not implying that these filmmakers didn't sometimes you know mortgage their house to get even a shitty sov horror movie made you know that happens sometimes people overspend and don't know what they're doing so uh but yeah i go in waves on sov there was a point where i was really obsessed with seeing every obscure one i possibly could and you go back to the vhs days that was a challenge for some of these movies. You know, there were some that even I uh, had to see much later on in life. But uh, but I hunt. I used to. I have a ton of nostalgia because I used to hunt these down. I had to go to a lot of video stores sometimes to find these, uh, and I did. Uh, I can't remember which video store, but I did. I was able to find five five five, and it is of- one. Huh? I was just saying, of any of things, any of the tapes you should have kept, it should have been the SOV ones. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so funny too. Like you had no inkling about that back then, but like I said, I, I even though I didn't make a lot of money on my tapes because I sold them a little bit 
right before it was a thing. The ones that were stragglers that I found later that just somehow got put in a closet, I made hundreds of dollars off of. So yeah. I, I can only imagine now. Uh, I did have a conversation. The market's shifted, though. Now the big money is on sealed tapes of, like, really mainstream titles. Like, it's it's not yeah. – you're not going to get all the money for a big box monster hunter. You're going to get all mm -hmm. the money for a common sealed Halloween 2. It's, like, it's weird that the, the – because now it's like, you know, people don't want to open. It's baseball cards. It's not like about the movies now. Yeah. And some of these have been coming out. I mean, we've got Saturn's core right now. Terror Vision's done some that are just, you know, things kind of come in waves. I know for a long time there was a lot of Italian stuff uh, outside of, you know, Fulci, where it's like, man, there's so much great Italian stuff that we're not getting. And, you know, eventually we did, and I think SOB is kind of having its day. Yeah, and we right have the J-Horror wave, too. Yeah. Horror's always gone in waves. I mean, obviously Slasher mm -hmm. going way back, but... so I, be I believe this was a successful rental, because I remember... I don't think uh, Sunburst is... Sunburst Video, which was, like, my one of my big ones in Washington State uh, back in the 90s. Um... I remember having a conversation, though, with uh, some of the, the clerks that I knew because I, I would always come in with like these big lists and they'd tell me, oh, we don't have it. We can get it, you know, so on. And um, they they did say like 555, they know, was like a super popular rental. In fact, I actually think I might have found it at the other Sunburst location, come to think of it. I think they, they did say that they had a copy there. Um, and I remember... It apparently rented really well. So, uh, this the is something... head on the cover. Come on, tell me, little Dan wasn't a ball. You were, yeah. so, and it was mean... in the movie. Like I said, even little Dan knew sometimes, like, some of these fucking low budget horror movies lie and they don't get the cool cover art. It's marketing, come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I know the Massacre video DVD release did also kind of bring some people out of the woodwork on this one so uh so yeah um let's go ahead and rate it and i know todd you don't have a separate scale but i always remind people if i give a super high rating to something like this i'm not saying it is necessarily on par with psycho uh or you know an elite horror film like that they have their warts and that's why we love them uh so five 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 for me it's re it's well paced. It's actually does have for this type of movie a pretty solid little whodunit storyline. Some good effects, some good killings, a lot of skin, pretty much everything you could want, and some laughs. Uh, so I give this one four stars. Uh, no five 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 from you. <laughs> yeah, not quite that high. I'm a three and a half on this one. I do like this one, but there you go. Maybe we'll get a Blu-ray of it at some point. Anything's possible now. Yes. So, moving on to our next film, which uh, this one is uh, probably, a, well, definitely a little bit better known. Uh, I know this one is one that, uh, at least my memory of it, I, it was easier to find back in the day. And Had that is... Distribution. For sure. Yeah, which we'll get into that on this movie. Uh, so 1988's Cannibal Campout from director John McBride. And um, 
uh, Cannibal Campout uh, was uh, follows. Pardon me. Amy and three friends go on a camping trip in New Jersey in the New Jersey woods, only to have their trip interrupted when they run into a trio of kill crazy cannibal mountain men who proceed to taunt, stalk, and kill them one by one until none are left. All right. So, uh, Cannibal Campout, uh, also again from director John McBride, who is notable in SOV horror because he also did the same year, very busy, uh, the Wood Chipper or Wood Chipper Massacre, uh, which is also very, very popular amongst, uh, SOV fans. And he, he also later, uh, did a lot of work with, uh, Mark Polonia, uh, feeders, the feeders movies and, uh, uh, you know, did some acting, which he's actually one of the more capable actors in this movie, um, which, uh, uh, was not necessarily again, this one is very much like my, I, just going to use my friends, put them in the movie. And in a lot of ways, this was not something that I think they ever conceived getting worldwide distribution, which this one did get. Uh, it's a perfect ex example of one of these movies where everything was just guerrilla style. They went out to the woods to make a movie without even a much of a script and before you know it, it's like your, your movies like available in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty amazing at this time that you were able to pull that off with, with these kinds of movies. And, um, uh, this certainly did that. And, um, so I will say one issue with this, this is pretty close to around 90 minutes. And as I said on the other film, SOV plays a lot better in the, well, anywhere from 50 minute to 70-ish minute time frame. You really start going beyond that. That's where you do start to get in trouble. And there the is... Mm -hmm. No, I was just saying the problem though back then is that that's what they wanted. They wanted that 90 minutes. So yeah. it's not like now where it's like, yeah, we don't care if it's 50. Then it was like... yeah. 90 minutes yeah to make it like a proper film uh that was yeah that was the impression uh so there's a lot of padding in this there's a lot of footage of the woods uh i do love the totally just not fitting uh unfitting piano score that we get non-stop uh like I said, we'll cut to the piano and then we're just seeing uh, forest footage. Uh, there are some films that uh, are, do worse with that, which we'll get into that are much harder to overlook. Um, but this film is not, this one's not boring either. I think there's a lot of good gore in this. I think the lack of professional actors actually works for this one. They were just weird. They were out there. I mean, they were just kind of like less professional versions of Bill Mosley. <laughs> I guess <laughs> is how I would pitch it. It's like I know, I know you guys can't act to save your life, but it just it something comes off as a little bit more authentic and uh, 
endearing in your performances. Uh, I, I do want to talk just to rewind a little bit. The new uh, TerraVision Blu-ray does have a hostess uh, gimmick with Aurora Gorealis, who I liked actually. Yeah, did you watch that version too? Yes, I did. I did watch uh, the uh, her segments and uh, Jerry the Carrier Bat and everything. Uh, any horror hostess is obviously going to be compared to Elvira and of course Vampira. Uh, so, you but know, you, this was pretty damn close, Nick wise. <laughs> A little bit different, a little less sexualized than yeah. Elvira. Yeah. So slight, a little different, not not an exact clone, uh, but yeah. I'm shot. glad they leaned into. The, I like that style versus, like when uh, Code mm -hmm. Red and Scorpion did it. They weren't. I liked a little bit of gimmicky mm -hmm. in it, so I, I think that works really mm -hmm. well. And this also, yeah, it's Shock Tail Hour with Aurora Gorealis, and I think this works really well for. SOVs. I think a lot of people are going to maybe prefer watching it that way. Um, I want to play the drinking game, so let's do it. There are drinking games. There's also a drink recipe. Uh, I really dug it. I really dug it. I hope to see her on more releases. I don't know like if this is going to be a thing on I hope so. serious movies, if it's going to stick more to their SOV stuff. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I like I'll when yeah, well, I'll have to check on some of the other ones from Terravision. I haven't even looked if any of the others have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I'm loving Terravision and some of the variety of stuff that they've announced. It's all over the place and uh yeah, I'm all in on almost all of it. We got them so. coming up on our next episode too, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes, um, and they also run down some of the alternate titles uh, that are pitched titles, I should say. Barbecue Bloodbath, which I like, and uh, Picnic of the People Eaters. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it adds a lot to this type of movie. This movie has, like, the perfect vibes for that, like, snarky hostess gimmick. So yeah. I, I was kind of, like, I was unsure going in if we were going to to go more beginning and ending like the scorpion did or if we were going to mm -hmm. go full elvira or or full horror host and break in it throughout the movie too um because mm -hmm. sometimes i don't want to like depending on what i'm watching but like for this yeah you know it works like you said yeah absolutely and i think it'll add appreciation for some people who otherwise maybe wouldn't enjoy something like cannibal camp out um so there's some gems in terms of lines, but we have to talk about, hey, baby, you suck my cock. I'll lick your pussy. That was, <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt if it isn't already. TerraVision, please put that on a shirt. Um, and I, this one just makes me laugh because just the ineptitude of the characters, uh, not being concerned at all. You just ran into these insane hillbillies that pulled knives on you and threatened you with all sorts of unpleasant stuff you drive like what a mile down the fucking road <laughs> and then you're just like not concerned at all like let's go for a swim <laughs> let's set up our tents no need what? to contact the authorities it's white people i don't know <laughs> i guess i guess I'll... um uh... but uh <laughs> Yeah, like I said, there's a lot to pick at in this movie, but it all for for me, 
I'm sure we're going to have some analog nightmares that it's definitely not going to be this rosy. But for me, this all works. Uh, very gory film. Uh, and I think most of the gore, obviously, uh, this is pre-CG, so it's all practical. Uh, I think it all looks uh, pretty cool. And some old school gut ripping. And uh, I did laugh my ass off. And I think it might have been one of the last... Uh, Maybe it may have been the last hostess segment where it was a a, a gag about John Carradine playing the killer, which he, which he didn't. <laughs> uh, and uh, it was uh, just like he insisted he'd only do it if he could wear a mask and then not be credited. Yeah. And, uh, didn't yeah. talk. <laughs> it was like an exclusive interview with the boom mic operator. I thought I, it made me laugh. I thought the hostess portion of this was very strong uh and like i said you get some solid killings you could definitely tell this story probably under an hour in all honesty uh so you know there is some filler but it's not i don't know this one at least for me was never like a god when is this gonna fucking end stare at my watch kind of thing it, it's still it still all comes off quite well um uh, doesn't go as hard as you'd expect on skin, though. It's not it's not a nudity movie, which no. you kind of get the vibe that it will be uh, at the beginning. So that is one element that's kind of missing from it. But uh, but overall, I have a lot of fun with this one. I'm sure we're going to be doing Wood Chipper Massacre shortly as well. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's a really good time if you haven't watched it, and I do highly recommend the Hostess segment. And uh, TerraVision's done a great job on this Blu-ray. I I agree one hundred percent. So what do you what do you rate it, Dan? Then let's see where do I fall on this one. It is missing some elements, and even though the, I, I wasn't bored, it could have used some trim. So I'm I'm a three and a half. I'm still very strong on this one. I but, am. I'm yeah. three and a half again on this one too. Yeah, could have used some boobs. Yeah, could have could have gumped it to a four, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's still a very strong SOV title. And if you're maybe new to some of these SOVs, I think today these are two that you should definitely have near the top of your list. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Cannibal Campout and Five Five Five. I'm not sure how out of print the 555 DVD is. I feel like that's a good candidate for a, a Blu-ray at some point. I would not be shocked to see it sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like that might be in the pipeline at some point. Uh, so, guys, thank you for watching Analog Nightmares. We will be back with another one shortly. Patreon.com slash Fleshwind Features. It all starts at just a dollar, and you can see uh, a lot of... Uh, exclusive uncensored uh, sometimes very uncensored uh episodes and content and on that note that's all i've got i don't have an outro for analog nightmares i'm gonna have to come up with one i can't do sexy voice that's i got you dan till next time be kind rewind
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.